0: All right, thank you very much. We're back. Yes, uh we had a break there, but we're back. Let's continue with a conversation now. So, um chief, let me give you the microphone as we wait for Nanasa Sase, Kwame Rasta and uh, Poetra to also join us and uh we continue with this conversation. So, we're looking at how to create commercial avenues for poetry in Ghana. We started before we went off. Let's continue. Let me go straight to you. Chief, uh, please take the mic. Let's speak now. Yeah, yeah I, mean, okay, Kwame, I, mean, ma- I think that maybe there may be a small... Um... Yeah, Kwame.
1: I think you'd have to invite Chief. Okay, he's on. Yeah. Chief, I- okay, on Chief right. is
0: on now. Chief is on now. Chief. Yes,
2: um, I think that I understand, you know, I mean, obviously, because within the last decade, class, you know, a lot of us young people have been, as Portia said, creating spaces really for our arts and we don't exist, you know, in isolation, you know, a lot of us work with singers, musicians, you know, writers, you know, artists, you know, so I think that generally within the art space, a lot of young people are creating spaces for themselves, spaces for expression spaces for collaboration you know spaces for freedom for me i think that generally that may be a bit more impactful and even though yes the artists must eat and poetry and we have mentioned that we've mentioned that yeah there may be commercial opportunities maybe no may not be a career but that poetry talent can relate to other things and you can make ends meet I think that for me, the real um, victory here or the real dividend here over the past decade, especially if you have all of us on this platform, is, is maybe we sharing our experiences in how, you know, in our little corners, you know, we've been able to, to, to make some progress with, with, with just the craft. And they that craft, you know, can have on young people for expression in, in, in spaces for collaboration. And I think that's, then overall, that value we create individually and together would definitely have some commercial, some commercial viability. We can talk about that. But I think that it may serve us a bit more if we could probably reflect, you know, on that, you know, the challenges rather than the strict, strict, you know, commercial angle. Because I think that we may have a difficulty in that. I don't know. That's just my, my, my opinion as the others are joining
0: in at this point. Emma comment um are, are there are there more avenues that we can tap into
1: certainly there are there are a lot more and i i think if we start from the place where foundationally i think Poetra mentioned that somewhere in his submission earlier on early on when we start conditioning ourselves that poetry is as relevant to every institution as any other art form we would think of then we can start engaging poets on that level for instance if a media house needed to write a jingle they could engage a poet because a poet is capable of writing something like that which would probably be a bit of learning industry and understanding what language and work, but otherwise they have the core gift of being able to handle or manage language. And so being able to write jingles works. And I've done a few of them, but pro bono, um, a poet is able to do copywriting and so copywriting, writing marketing scripts for both corporates and for creative agencies. Um, Churches now are even paying people to do specific things, maybe doing videography, doing other things. Pulpets can write copy for even church institutions. So if your space is that, that then that's something you could position yourself as to do. Um, you could partner with other bodies doing campaigns or um, running a campaign that has some commercial angle to it and then they can give the poet a quota for contributing their skill and their ability to that cause. So there are various avenues that can be explored, but it comes down to how hungry are you and how much patience do you have to wait out the period until it becomes something significant. And the question you don't have to forget when you're on this path after all the contemplation is to figure out what success looks like for you because what nanasa would call success may not be what i would call success and so back to the basics you would have to keep that at the back of your mind to guide whatever decision or whatever trajectory you're on but otherwise there are a lot more avenues if we look hard enough we can find spots and nurture relationships i think we can't talk about revenue we can't talk about commercial avenues without hammering on relationships and community so being able to harness or nurture relationships and be genuine at it goes a long way to helping this otherwise um I I almost isolated in in the pursuit of making it commercial craft yes.
0: Alright now Yes Pami I'm here. Does the ordinary Ghanaian have an interest for poetry?
3: Kami, it depends on the kind of poetry we are talking about. But the ordinary Ghanaian has some interest for it. You realize that? Anytime you face an audience, I've had the privilege of facing an audience of in quote ordinary Ghanaians, as you could tell. Because I was speaking their mother tongue, they appreciated the message I was carrying across. When speakers who had come before me had come to do the arrest for speaking above their heads, I took stage, spoke she, and captured the theme of these things, you know, in few words or with the, with, the, with the language of poetry, and they appreciated it. Sometimes people are looking forward to that part. You attend and says, Ah, have you yet performed Unya Then I'm waiting. So I believe that the average Ghanaian has some appreciation for poetry. You'd be surprised that it takes them back, people of the older generation before our block take them back to when they were in school and they would have some of these cultural expressions, you know. Poetry was the medium and I believe that with time others are also getting into you know, their love for poetry. Uh, outside the way it's introduced to people in schools, Kwame mentioned something. People like us have put in a lot of work. Professor Atuko, the kind of late and his generation, put in a lot of work. People are coming across such works and they are delving into the realm of poetry. For those who are in academia and all of its worth. Social media now is making you know poetry, spoken word, and all these things attractive. So Ghanaians, which of us, part of the, the strata on which they are, I feel gradually that appreciation for poetry is growing.
0: Okay. Anasase, thank you very much. I want us to stay a bit on the education bit, because you see, uh, most of the things that we are able to do, we are able to do that because of the foundation that we had through the educational system. But it appears that um, when people try to get into areas like poetry or the arts in general, they are not really giving that kind of respect. You know, they are marginalized, if you like. What What do you think we can do? How How can we uh, influence the educational system in a way that? We give some respect, if you like, to the arts, so that consequently we can have these uh, commercial values that we're talking about. And let me let me let me give this question to Poitra. All right. I don't know if Poetry is not ready for that, but I'm talking about how we can make the teaching and learning of arts in our schools more attractive so that, you know, in the end, that will affect the, the commercial values of this whole poetry thing we're talking about this evening. Because if the foundation is weak, it's a problem, actually, because most people, you know, see people in the arts doing poetry, doing theater arts at as people who are just joking, if you like. But this is serious business. Now, from the bottom, from the beginning, the educational system, how do we make sure that we change this whole perception from the educational system or from the beginning in our schools? Nana, N- would
3: you take that? Okay. Kwame, I mean, let me not just dump this on the place of policy. We are quick to say <clears throat> policy and the curriculum and all of that. Co-curricular activities you know, would fit perfectly for the place of poetry. Poetry is part of our core English for senior high schools. So that's where they bore you with all your simile and metaphor. But they introduce you to some very interesting concepts of literature. Some junior high schools also have these things. So I think it behoves on us that there are things we can teach outside the curriculum. Co-curricular, you know. Out of the out, out of the curriculum we had in my school, there are some schools which have library periods. There are agencies within the Ghana Education Service, these cultural officers, you know, okay. constantly holding these cultural fora for these kids, these traditional competitions, and all these things should be encouraged. It's doing such platforms that we're able to showcase the talents of poetry. Most of the time, when it's entertainment, it's just about music, it's dance, it's, But gradually, you know, poetry is. It's popping up. So that you have some of these young poets go up and win TV reality shows and, and all of that. I feel in the realms of education, parents should take interest in the beauty of language. Poetry, basic text is the beauty of language, the purity of language. We should take interest in these things. If we do that, it will inform the kind of music we allow our children to listen to. The kind of, the news presented, the kind of things we allow our children to consume essentially would be stemmed from our love for poetry. Introduce them to books. Let us buy books for them. They are Ghanaian writers, they are poets. Some of the the poets on this platform are published. Please buy their works, get their videos, let your children watch them and build interest in them. The way we get onto YouTube and get onto Dev Jam poetry and all these other places, it's okay. But they are Ghanaian poets, they are Ghanaian books. Policy makers, please. The man can only be as true as his mother tongue there's beautiful kasena poetry there's beautiful and not poetry please the classics macbeth and co had ever versions you'll come across them check with the bureau of ghana languages and so if we have these classics so-called western classics in our mother tongues we can have our poetry and we do have poetry in our local languages even and so please state agencies responsible for education let us introduce <laughs> what is ours to our children. Teach them the way to go so that they will not grow and become other things. And then we start complaining like, in quotes, the devil. That the devil is tire. There are things God has given us brains to do. Practical things we are paid at the end of every month to do. Please, parents will hold their end when they get into schools. It's a matter of policy. What is being fed into our curriculum? What books are our children reading now in school? All
0: right. Thank you very much. You can also share your opinion on this topic. Just uh, request for the microphone and we put you on. But I, I learned you have an association or a group for poets and you also have one for writers. How are these groups or associations helping, you know, push this agenda as in creating more, commercial avenues for poetry in ghana i don't know if nana you are one of the leaders right you're a leader of one of the
3: i'm the vice president for the poetry association of Ghana, okay. and the poetry poetry association yeah. of ghana of so i member. you know the poetry association of ghana is simply here to try and create platforms for poets you know and people who want to find general creative direction you know, to find a base to express themselves you know assess opportunities that are available within and beyond this country and essentially that platform to express ourselves, connect with other people, hone your art and, and make the, the best of it, really.
0: So, so, so uh, apart from the people that we know, we usually see on stages, perform yeah. and all that, do you have members across the country?
3: If you want to really come poets in Ghana now. So, we are relatively a young body, we wanted to make sure the structures are fully in place then we open up for membership. But trust me, the base is building. A year from now, when we have a similar conversation, we might be able to name a a specific number of members that we have, and you'll be amazed.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. You know, sometimes when the creative industry is having a meeting, you see uh, maybe the Ministry of Tourism, Art and Culture is calling for a meeting for stakeholders, and you see musicians, and you see... Uh, actors, you see all these artists or creatives. Do you get invited as well during such uh, meetings? Hello, Nana.
3: Yes. Okay, so I can name one event, one such meeting uh, I happen to be a part of. We were duly recognized. It was something to do with insurance for people in the creative industry. I got in, I signed up as being from the Poetry Association of Ghana. It was a general invitation thrown to all creatives. I registered that. Through your platform now, a lot more people are getting to hear the project Association of Ghana. Whichever platform we have, and it's feasible to talk about it, we'll talk about the project Association of Ghana. And so it's a matter of time. In just a little while, I'm, I'm sure that as a major player, we'll be at the table of these decisions that are made in the industry.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Um right about now i think we should be just wrapping up to uh to leave the space now i think let's just go last round let me pick uh some comments from chief momin let me go to a mouth for- okay so chief momin are you ready to speak now we're just wrapping up everything for the show this evening oh come about me i've been ready all the time <laughs> 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 all right guys so chief um Creating commercial avenues for poetry in Ghana, we're just uh, putting everything together. What do we have to tell, you know, policymakers yeah. to to corporate Ghana and people who really matter in this in this business?
2: I mean, first of all, let me I mean thank your FM for the platform. I mean, for at least the attempt to spotlight poetry. Because we know that in our cultural space, we put a lot of focus on the music, on the movie. But, you know, alternative, you know, if I would use that word, uh, platforms like, you know, poetry, we do not get as much spotlight. So um, kudos for at least, you know, giving us this opportunity to spotlight and to have this conversation. I think that the, the opportunity is there for us to have a much more, um, I, probably in-depth conversation about the experience another time. For me to summarise all that I have been saying, I mean, my colleagues have shared, you know, their perspectives. I think that if there's a young person listening, or at least when young people come to me, first of all, I encourage them to write, to find their voice, to expose themselves to as much material as possible. You know, as uh, 101 of writing, you have to read, right? You have to read other poets, you have to listen to other poets. Some of the poets here, some of my, in fact, all of them here are my most favorite. I mean, poetry knows how much I'm totally in love with her. And as as he knows how much I'm jealous of his ability to speak his local dialect impeccably. You know, Apioko knows how much I value, you know, All the hard work she puts and the passion she puts into her work, and you know, and there's a a crush of mine who is here in in the the audience, you know, listening, and she knows how much I value. Even though she's... who is that? Who who
0: is that? We want that
2: is not for you to know. (laughs) 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 That is not for you to know, right? I I know Kwame Rasta does a lot of deep stuff. So for me, what I'm proud of that i think that we can highlight going forward is the space that we have created for ourselves you know a lot of these open mic events that started that built us built our confidence were things that we did for ourselves we didn't wait for policy we didn't wait for donor agencies to create those platforms young people created those platform for themselves i mean now i mean we've been in this a lot of us for a decade plus we're almost Yesterday, I was at an event and I was told that in a couple of months, I'll no longer be a youth by whatever definition, you, you, <laughs> definition, and all of that. But I think that is something to be proud of, you know, and going beyond what can we do for me to sustain such spaces that we are creating. I'm not sure what is happening now at the university levels but I know that an organization like Halakata is Hala is still going strong trying to create platforms for young people in you know secondary school. So for me what I think is important for any young person is not to start with a commercial mindset. None of us here and and I'm even though I don't know everyone's journey completely but I think that we have gone a, a quite a long journey to say that none of us here started this thing because we wanted to make money. That should be very clear. You know all of us started for the love of the craft for the willingness to want to express ourselves and you know so in a way like 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 pastoral work we were called to poetry you know even though these days we know some people call themselves to, you were the captured. Oh. yes right you know any young person who is really interested in this genre I think that a much more productive you know way to approach is uh, do I have something to say am I interested in this right and once you expose yourself to as much poetry and and, and build your confidence and get onto platforms and you know one thing will lead to the other if uh, the commercial route would open for you to open for you you know if you feel that if you test it and you feel that look you can focus and sacrifice and put all your energy into doing this commercially you should go ahead it that do what some of our colleagues here have done, right? Some of them love it; they still write, even though they incorporate. Some of them have gone back doing other stuff, but they still write. So it's not like a, it shouldn't be like a, a, a thing that look. I have to do this poetry if I don't write, if I don't perform full time, if I don't make money, I can't do anything else. I think that people should just have a pragmatic approach. But what is important is never to lose touch of that artistic side, you know, to expose yourself to as much work as possible. And I think that if you go from that approach, that idea. That I'm doing this for the love of the craft. If that's the only way you can survive, because once it becomes tough, because a lot of Apioko is doing shows, she's not making money, but she's pushing her station. She's using her platform. I, and for those sure, of us. Are you sure
0: she's not making money? Are you sure oh, about that? Well, Apioko has know, a lot she, of money. What <laughs> <it>? <laughs> well, not as much, you know.
2: And the last <laughs> thing I want to say, for those of us who leave, or not even leave, for those of us who find ourselves in position of influence, because now all of us are growing. And as I see, even though he's not moving the presidential villa, de, jet now he may be in that situation you know maybe has a big time position how then do we use the platforms that we get for me i think that's the greatest challenge for our generation who who started and are now transitioning into a different you know said how then and, and and we can talk about what poetry is doing and the platforms that she's creating and the effort that she's putting i think that the work that those of us in this generation do going forward would rather show us what this industry would be that because now we have experienced it and we are getting into positions of influence and positions of power how do we leverage those positions you know to create more spaces and opportunities for younger people to find their voice and to find their path I think that that's a challenge for those of us who are now transitioning from youth into you know early adulthood if I can put it that way <laughs>
0: Thank you, Chief Mumin. Poetra, uh, please, your final words, and then tell us where we can get your book to buy.
4: Kwame, um, um, first of all, I want to say thank you very much for this platform and and this opportunity to enjoy FM as well. Thank you. I'm going to end on a slightly sour note, um, and I, I just want to express... But to be very sincere, this conversation did not necessarily steer in the direction I had hoped for it to. Um, but I think it's, just, it's, it's again, I really appreciate that we have started the conversation. I however want to move the conversation from the individual poets and the work we have to do. Like Chief mentioned, each and every one of us are outliers. We are anomalies and the hope is to kind of, you know, study our individual models and look at sustainability, not just of our individual crafts, but the platforms we are creating in such a way that when we are, when we are removed from it or when we pass away or anything, there can, there can be continuity instead of having to reinvent the wheel every time. So I think that's really something that we really need to work on in our industry. And I, I think in terms of commercial avenues, the media has a part to play what there are two short times i am called by media com- um, companies in this country and that's international poetry day and women's day it's like every other time i don't exist poets don't exist women don't exist but oh international poetry day women's day yes then oh we know poetra and i think the media has part to play yes we've all talked about how the individual has to do the work write for the passion put yourself out there get critiqued get platforms, et cetera, all that. But the media also has a part to play in how how involved you are, the work that you put into and showing up for music artists, for visual artists, for all of that, that also has to be extended to poetry. It's not, it just doesn't depend on only the poets. I think, I think the media has a huge part of play. and year after year, so I've made it a commitment that whenever anybody calls me international poetry, I decline and I let them know why I'm declining because I want you to remember that I exist after International Poetry Day and come to me. Same for Women's International Day, same. And it happens year after year because you guys do not care. And so I think the media has a huge part to play. And I'm hoping that this conversation will be a way for you to challenge me. Yes, you let me be the bad person. Don't call Poetra, but call another poet another day. And so that's how i like to end today. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, (laughs) Poetra. Hi, Emma. (laughs) Emma, we're wrapping
1: up. Hi, yeah. Right. Um... Absolutely retweeting what everyone has, has said. Um, I think that when I wanted to pursue this with a laser focus, I seeked to belong to communities, to groups, to already existing bodies that could otherwise be springboard for a budding artist. And there were very few that could that I could find myself in and so my heart's beat for the space and for what we can do is to as much as possible try to encourage a united front we can in silos push different agendas but we're a stronger force when we stand together it is why I am super excited about the Poetry Association of Ghana because that provides a united front for all of us that in due time would become the vehicle that campaigns or otherwise champions a cause beyond individuality. It is also why I would spend sleepless nights trying to see the All African Women Poetry Festival happen because As much as possible, we need to continue to create platforms and spaces. And Petra is doing as much as she can. Black girls go into the anthology she's producing. Um, Apiako brings people on her shows for the Matrix verse. But I believe that something also like the poetry and the All African Women Poetry Festival is going to be something that encourages young women to still pursue and have space enough to pursue the purity of the art. One other thing also was that for many spaces that I tried to reach outside of Ghana or even within Ghana, most would not accept a poet or a writer who hadn't yet been published. And so for initiatives like anthologies or for something like tamped Press or what we are trying to do with Tabono, the, the mortal Poetry Anthology, is to create space for young voices to be published so that they can have leverage enough to be competitive on the global market. It is in such initiatives that I believe they, there will be any future for such conversations even. And for some of us to still continue thriving, the media would have to play a big role in starting to recognize that these people exist outside of our, our um, outside of the peripheral or how we want to position them so that On the regular everyday, we acknowledge their works. We share their albums when they bring it out. We use our platforms to help them. Most of the storylines remain that until you have gone outside the shores of Ghana, you cannot be recognized at home. And I did experience that to some extent. And I'm very particularly grateful for Kwame, for your support of particularly poetry, because I think in trying to find someone who would at least help tell the story, it was you I found in in that space. And you've been very supportive of documenting poets and their work in the strides State. made. So thank you so much for, continuing to hold space for us but it has to grow beyond again individuality we would have to rally more media houses more entities to find value in poetry and the poets and be willing to support the initiatives without exactly looking for immediate returns just support the courses so that the poets can continue to do it if I wake up every day and I know that when I knock on a door something would come off and someone would open and say how can we assist you to make sure you create more spaces for more voices to thrive then i believe that i would wake up every day and be proud to call myself a poet to keep doing it Now, whether or not the doors open we will still be proud to call ourselves poets because for me poetry saved me. for me poetry has fed me for me poetry has been that constant space that in spite of the uncertainty, the uncertainty still allows me to thrive and to bloom. And so I'll forever be a poet and I will be content to say that I am a poet and that is all. It should be enough to say that. So um, I I think I can go on and on and on, but my heartbeat for this is that we would encourage um, communities that are being built to support poets. We would encourage initiatives by individual poets that seek to hold space for more poets. And so when something like Black Girls Blue is holding a concert or an album release, we don't i mean they can come to media houses but at least they reach out to go how can we support you or we've seen this just sharing and helping promote them or okay all african women how can we get you people an interview let's get more people to hear about it that would be a good way to cushion us even if we are not getting hard currencies immediately so once again thank you for holding the conversation let's have more of such um, and a warm good evening to all your listeners
0: beautiful thank you emofusua Kwame rasta we're going Kwame, okay, good. Yes, Kwame, are you no, ready? I'm yes,
5: your final words, please. Um, thank you very much, Joy FM and Multimedia, for um, this opportunity. More and long may it continue. Um, with regards to um efforts to commercialize our activities and to monetize, I think that there are. Tenants or, um, for lack of a better expression, specialized um, labor within the space around the space. That if we really want to go full throttle, we need to employ like agents of um, PR uh, management. You know, because again, it's about reaching out to the masses and reminding them that there are poets in Ghana from Ghana. Who matter and can really inform policy has been cited by um, a number of um, speakers, and I agree. I think uh, pure Core serves on the committee sanctioned by the GES and um, the um, where Frankie Five works, so Creative it?
0: Arts Agency, the yes. Creative Arts Agency. Yes,
5: um, that is working tirelessly to. Reintroduce the teaching of arts in our basic schools. Um, I would want to assume that poetry would get to be featured as a subject uh, by, um, as a means to encourage our kids to not lose sight of that art form. Now, this, that's a major step towards making this um, relevant, but ultimately, it's about we, the poets. Or agency in that space if we do not appreciate and come to accept that um it's about our own cup of tea now there's a global village out there where you might be operating from ghana but you have the world at you know at your mercy if you can reach out to the right content tailor made to provoke a certain reaction because first and foremost it comes from within. That's your thoughts. That's you want to express yourself. But if you do not employ the models or the vehicles that other artists in uh, other genres employ to propagate their vocation or to loud their art, if you do not employ, we'll be stuck here. We'll have the same conversation, same time next year. So, yes, we applaud efforts by organizations like joy fm and also um, acknowledge the fact that there's a lot of work to be done but individually we need to appreciate that there are other sectors that if we introduce onto our art form it will propel us to the next level
0: all right Kwame rasta thank you nana
3: Let me say thank you to Multimedia for the platform and thank you to you. You know, our personal journey has been been so many years, way beyond now. I'd like to say congratulations to all our speakers here for staying true to their art and not giving up when things look like impossible. You have set a certain mark which will go down Ghana's history and can't be forgotten. Anybody who aspires to do the things we do, consistency produces results. Media platforms. Que talk spoke about something very important. I call it later and admoising. You guys now call us to come and remedy your situations because it's heritage months. Beyond heritage months, people can we really celebrate Ghana in Heritage Month. Beyond Heritage Month, are you really interested in putting poetry, cultural content, anything of our kind of art on your platforms, please demonstrate and let us see. Because look the, the wheels will spin. Next year we'll have heritage Month. Next year there'll be international Day. there'll be all these other days. You know, the, the way they just give you crash notice, all of that. It's you not know, a sign of mutual respect if you're really trying to push gender for Ghana's development, even in the literary cycles. Policy makers, please, let us make this space comfortable for young people and for The creative economy is not full for so, performance art and its solutions, all so much potential to provide them. By a lot of young people, let us explore these avenues. We do not need you know mega structures, it's proper investment into in human capital. That is what you know a really puts us Please, if you have the love for the art, as Chief said, look, jump on it, practice. But before you take any step, everybody can offer advice. The final decision is yours. If you have the strength the courage to jump into something and wait and watch it grow, please. Poetry is also for you. Its art is for you. You can be to take it on full time. Charlie, so I'll just promise on my honor to give the very best of my art about Ghana's culture wherever I go as an artist, as a poet. This is my life's work. This is what I've been sent to do. If you want to reach out, hey, any day, reach out. Let's see how we not only talk and think, but also we do, you know, act to make our little corners better. And then in the collective, find something good, Kwame, please, let's have these conversations a lot more. Let's have a lot more of these conversations. There's so much to talk about. I see people, I see Vitas, I see Ndabi, you know, there's so many people out there. Look, so many voices that need to be heard. Okay.
0: Thank you, Nanasa. I say we'll do more of this. Yes. Uh, It's been Joy Entertainment Unpacked here on Joy 99.7 FM's Twitter page. And uh, we do this every Wednesday, trying to uh, talk about art, tourism, and culture. We pick the relevant topics for discussion on this particular page every Wednesday. My name is Kwame Dazi. Let me say a very big thank you to Nana Asase, uh, poet. Also, Kwame Rasta is an artist, manager, poet, writer, chief woman, playwright, and poet. Uh, Poetra Asantua. Thank you so much for uh, coming on this space. And then Emma Ofoswa as well. Apioko, I see you. I see you, Apioko. And all the people that joined this ah, evening I've, for I've this conversation. Let Apioko say something. Cry Apioko it. is not ready. I'm sure ah, she's busy doing okay, something. So, okay, okay, yeah, okay. I, I gave her the microphone earlier on. She did not speak. Uh, yeah. So maybe some other time we put her on okay. to also share her opinion fine, on other uh, yeah. matters. Yeah, and and I. women, what's up? No, okay. that's, I just wanted
2: to say special hi to a, a special someone. I'm sure the person knows
0: themselves. You like you like this thing, pa? I'm sure it's not your dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. this is not the show. This is not the Thank show. you very much, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. We're back some other time right here on this page. It's Joy Entertainment Unpacked right here on Joy ninety nine point seven FM. My name is Kwame. I'll see you some other time. Bye bye mm mm-hmm.